Where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. Thank goodness it's Friday, and you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Hopefully we're having internet issues on this side, so we don't know how long we're going to be here today. Homeroom is on Rumble. Just go to Rumble and you search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. It might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, sometimes on YouTube. Yeah, mostly that's just Wednesday. Then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and sometimes a bit shoot when it's a small show short one you can go to the blog page it's the road to concord.com that's where you'll find all your show notes study notes and handouts for the class finally you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com he's a little slow yeah he is but he'll eventually get around to emailing you back phones are on today 229-469-0335 for registered numbers we only accept calls from regular known listeners. If you wish to call in, you must be a known class member that has participated in the chats on a regular basis. And then you can request phone access through an email. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them. Joe's an acquired taste. You're going to find that out today. Maybe. This, this show is listener-sponsored meaning we do not solicit business advertising, so we are not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we ask for your participation on a value-for-value value basis. If you find our show of value to you, <laughs> then, you can, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page. The show description so on eight for the nine. on the other stream. <laughs> I swear I can't get through an intro for the life of me. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't on there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. you soon realize we not might be the smartest. But <laughs> what was that? Hold on, Road Dog. Reason and logic. <laughs> Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. All right, Charlie, are you going to explain this or am I? <laughs> well, I forgot to turn my ringer off on my phone and each of my children have a unique ringtone. And if you heard that ringtone, you know how annoying that particular son is. <laughs> he knows about the ringtone, too. <laughs> okay, folks, it's Friday. This is going to be a free day. I have no idea where we're going to go. Charlie's suggestion is I should just start going through the headlines and critiquing them. We'll see. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I'm fully medicated, man. I'm on three different sinus meds and it's still kicking my little butt. And then for those who care, even though none of y'all probably do and you shouldn't, I've got breathing issues connected to Desert Storm. You know, that stuff that they tell you wasn't over there with Saddam Hussein, you know, chemical agents. Nah, nah. Ask my lungs about that. See how that works out. You know, the thing that the military, and there's a reason that if you go to the United States military's official Marine Corps website, you know, you know, MarineCorps.com or Gorg or whatever the heck. And you ask them about my unit in Desert Storm. We breached the minefields for 2nd Marine Division. We weren't even in country, according to the Marine Corps. 
it's funny i'm in nine different books uh pictures from desert storm i, I found my picture in nine different books now but even my dd214 and Charlie can tell you how crazy this is and all the military. When I separated from that part and went back to my normal unit, it doesn't give me my last duty station. That's a that's supposed to be filled out on a DD two fourteen, but it doesn't tell you where I was at when they separated me from that from Desert Storm. So we froze, Charlie. <laughs> Are we back yet? <laughs> uh, well, we we got the slow internet uh, icon up here, so we're just gonna do what we can do. And All people, right. let us know if if we drop or whatever. Just let us know the best we can. We're we're having internet issues, and we're just trying to plow through. I don't know if that's gonna help or any. Um, can y'all hear us anyway? We are having some serious internet issues. I'll be honest with you, folks. If it hadn't been for Charlie, we wouldn't even be here at this point. Not to this extent. Um, we're all relying on it. Yeah. I don't know why we've, we were paid on the bill. We've got a good enough plan that doesn't, it's not supposed to limit us. The router seems to be, which, but if it hadn't been for Charlie, we wouldn't even be here because he, he did something with his little gold finger that got us up and running, but the internet is giving us nothing but headaches today. We are with Mediacom. And if any of y'all know anything about Mediacom, they are known for having some issues. So if the screen freezes or whatever, you know, this is not going to be our most favorite day. You know, I, I know that now going into it, we're going to have issues. But let me just address a few things as we get going. Are we live or are we Memorex, Natasha? <laughs> yeah. When we first used that joke, Natasha didn't know what we were saying because she's too young. She's a kitten. Natasha, just a little bitty kitten compared to most of us around here. And uh, she doesn't remember all these 80s and 70s commercials or TV shows. So every now and then, there we go again. So every now and then when we throw cultural references at, a, at her, she's got to go look them up on the internet to find out what the heck we're talking about. Let me start real quick and get the, he um, while we still seem to have a show, let me get the housekeeping out of the way. One of the problems I've been running into lately on my personal world, uh, I'm burning the candle at way too many ends. I thought, I'd hoped, I'd prayed that Yahweh would have sold my company. Um, I must be educating her well. <laughs> well, she at least looks it up. But I thought I'd sold my company and that that would finance this operation for several years as well as provide for me and my family while I found something else new to do for a living. Because my wife has told me, I am ruined for corporate America. She's correct. I will not, well, whatever company I go to work for will not survive if I'm in the company, if it's a corporation, last, I will burn it to the ground. You would last about as long as I lasted in my last job. Yes. Uh, corporate America and I will not get along. So I'm unemployable by major chains. I would have to find a local mom and pop store. And then even then I'm, I would have to find a local privately owned business that was looking for somebody that said, okay, here's the job I need you to do. Now go do it. And then they'd take off and leave me alone. I've been running my own show now for 23 years and I'm, I'm ruined. I can't, I know how to work for somebody else, but I don't suffer non-thinkers very well. Did I put that politely enough, Charlie? <laughs> I'm trying to be tactful here. <laughs> yeah, <that was> good. <laughs> okay. I don't suffer them well. So I got to find something else to do with myself. <sighs> screen froze up again. It, when the screen freezes today, I'm just going to pause for a minute and wait and hopefully it'll catch back up. Hopefully that'll give you guys a feed out there that you can at least listen to. So where I'm at right now is I'm, I got my company back, which the way I'm looking at it, Yahweh, God, he didn't want me to sell it. 
that's that's how he's going to provide for me financially to keep doing whatever it is he wants me to do and also give me something to do to keep me from getting in any more trouble than I otherwise would. The problem is that that's a single man show that demands 10 hour days, eight days a week. Yeah, you, you heard that right. It, there's enough work for two people, but enough pay for a three quarters of a man. It's just one of those type of jobs. Um, I haven't been putting that time in lately. It's new product driven. I'm going to have to start finding time somewhere to get that done. On top of that, I've been working harder and harder to, to, to try and find material to teach you here because I'm coming up. It's not that I've run out of material. I know a lot of people were worried about that. It's not that I've run out of it. I haven't run out of material. It's just that we've gotten to a point now that I've taught you the basics of what I wanted to teach people. So I either have to go back and start all over again, which I got no problem doing. You know, we can do that. I'm, I'm going to need audience feedback here um, in the next couple of days. It's either that or I got to start diving deeper into certain subjects. Now, at that point, I don't mind it. I'm fascinated by some of this stuff. But I know that the average person isn't. You're okay with an overview, which is mostly the classes I give you are just overviews. A lot of times I'll tell you, hey, there's this is true. And I don't go through why. And you've come to either trust me or you don't. It's up to you. But those of you who trust me, you, you just try. Well, folks, we could do an entire show on why one point of an argument is correct. I can get down. I can get down in the root system of the weeds if you want me to on most of these subjects. I, I naturally normally do this. Like if I bring you something, I'm going to like, let, let's say I want to talk to you about Genesis. And why it, it, the creation story isn't what most of us think it is. Okay, and I'm just grabbing this because it's a topic at hand that I've been wrestling with. I want to talk to you about Genesis being a polemic, meaning it's taking a story from somebody else, turning it upside down and pointing it to, to you and your purposes. I've read at least six books on this subject now. Now, the one I've found the best that I like the most is In the Beginning We Misunderstood. But whenever I want to read a, I want to study a subject, I don't read one book on it. I, I've got a friend of mine. That's his problem. And, and I mean, it is a problem for him. He'll read one book. That's it. He's done. That book is the authority. Well, what happens if you've picked up a book that's garbage? You won't know that. Deeper dive. I can tread water good. The secret squirrel's telling me to dive deeper. He can tread water well. You're a squirrel. You can't swim all that long. Stupid squirrel. All you do really well is run back and forth in the middle of the road, slapping each other high fives and saying, did you see that wreck I just caused? Every now and then you end up flat squirrel. But if I want to study an issue, I'll read two or three, four, five books on it. And I always find at least one, at least one that's contrary to the position or, or, or opinion that I lean toward. I find feedback, pushback on purpose. Is how I triangulate. I want to see what the, what another case in point, Charlie and I are reading a book on the Hebrew roots movement right now. And it's, it's written by a Christian pushing back saying, well, the Hebrew roots movement is a bit of a heresy. Well, he correctly points out a lot of problems with the Hebrew roots movement. I didn't need any help with. I'd already seen that, but then he turns around and he argues against it and commits the exact same mistakes they did from his perspective, from his side of the argument, meaning that while he'll help me look at the Hebrew roots movement with different eyes, 
he can't see his own problems. And, you know, part of what I've tried to help people learn and understand is how to train yourself to be neutral in these type of things and, and step back and look at all perspectives. Say, okay, I, I, I'm not taking a position right now. I've got to study all of this. So what I've tried to teach is fallacies. Fallacies are one of the best tools for evaluating people's positions, what we would call an argument in logic. You know, you, you're, the, the point you're trying to make is an argument, the case you're trying to make, the, the, the way you're explaining things. So you got to sit back and look at it from as many perspectives as you can find. And you look for everybody's fallacies. And then you take the best arguments that you've managed to find and you, you, you try to blend them together with the facts that you were able to ascertain objective facts that you can say, okay, now that I know is true. I, this is why I know it's true. ABC. Okay. That's true. You know, like we perceive the sky as blue. The average non-colorblind person perceives the sky as the label we call blue. You know, I'm getting really fancy with my language so that you know that it's still a generalization, but I'm trying to be accurate with it at the same time. I'm, 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 I'm assuming y'all understand what I'm talking about. Well, that's, that's an objective truth. A clear sky with no clouds in the middle of the day is perceived to be as the color we call blue. And I can get even more specific if you want. We can get into the physics of that if you want me to. And that's what I'm talking about, a deep dive. If you really want me to get ugly, it's like, you know, we perceive through our eyes, we perceive in our mind, we perceive the, the color of a clear sky with no clouds in it during the middle of the day when the sun is shining as blue because that is the wavelength of light that is reflected by the ozone in the upper atmosphere, which then hits the cones and rods in our eyes and we translate that in blue. And that's the name we've given it, the color blue. Azure is actually the true word for the color blue that you're seeing. So see... I can get all geeky wonky with you. Heh, that's a bad way for it. To, <laughs> ugly picture when it froze just then. Um, but I don't do that for most people that turns you off. I, I have that. I understand that. I got, I got that. But I study things at that level in, in the attempt to try and find truth in, in what I want to bring to you. So where I'm at in my world right now is what more do I want to try and teach those of you who have started studying me and why? Because more and more, it, a lot of people think I'm an arrogant individual, and I know why, and I don't blame them. And in a lot of ways, I probably am. Just not the way most people think of me as arrogant. I truly question myself all the time. Natasha and Charlie are second, third witness to this one, man. They live it all the time. And, and there's several of you in the classroom that have yelled at me, quit questioning yourself. No, you don't ever want me to quit questioning myself. You don't want to quit questioning your own self. But I look at, you know, the world today and they're, they're, man, the internet is just full of people trying to tell you what to do, how to think. I, just, I get it. And I'm, I'm torn. Am I doing any good? And I must be doing good for some people because, you know, we, we don't have thousands of people watching this show. We never will. But there are a lot of shows out there that only they got a fraction of what we have. And it's not a numbers thing. To me, it, 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 that's how I started out with this. I don't care about the numbers anymore. It's a quality thing for me. Am I actually teaching something that's worth listening to? And I watch a lot of stuff on the internet and I'm like, holy crap, if I sound like them, I should just shut my mouth and go away. Because most of the people I watch on the internet, they sincerely mean to do well. 
they want to help. They want to get, but, but a lot of them, they're there just to get their opinion out. They want to be heard. I, I get that. I understand. I, I do. I understand that. But man, shut your yaps because you're confusing. You're just, you're, I, I watch a lot of this and I'm like, did you check any of that? Did you research it? Did you look into it? Did you look it up? Did you think your way through any of this before you started telling people about, are, are you actually helping? Or are you adding to the confusion? I find very few videos online that are well thought out. And, I, and then I start asking myself, okay, is what we're doing? Because it's primarily on me. Charlie helps me and Natasha helped me do what it is I want to do. I drive the show. It's not like it's my show. It's God's show. But he chose me to be the one driving the boat. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, there's a spot for the atheists to attack. If he's God, why did he choose this knucklehead? Problem is, in the Bible, he's always choosing knuckleheads. So I don't know. It's probably because we were the only ones stupid enough that when he goes, I need a volunteer, we looked around and said, all right, nobody else is doing it. Send me. So, and he's like, well, that's all I can get. <laughs> Let me show him I'm God for what little good this moron can do. That's proof that I exist. That's how I see myself. And I, I don't know anymore that I don't know, know anymore that anybody can do any good because honest to God, folks, if, if I'm coming across to you, the way most of these people are, when I look at other videos, y'all send me tons of stuff and I watch some of it. And most of it, most of the time I'm like, Oh my God, you're in my class and you're sending me this stuff. D did you learn anything from me? H have I wasted your time? Because a lot of the stuff I see sounds good on the surface dude case in point charlie sent me something the other day it's a video of shabbat night not live night live shabbat night live it's about it comes on saturday nights it's about scripture it's a hebrew roots movement show and this guy's got this great teachings he's going to tell me about the temple where it is today i start watching exactly you know like the 14 minute point where charlie tells me to watch and i don't get through the first six minutes of it before my head starts to explode I, I'm, I don't even get to the temple talk. I'm like, dude. And they're treating this guy as though, oh, wow, this is cool. This is great insight. He's really understanding these things. And he's talking about the three levels of, of priesthood and everything in the Old Testament. And I'm like, have you read the Bible? You know, like in his case. And folks, I know I'm using scripture, but just bear with me on this. This is the ready example that's in my head at the moment. So I'm watching this video. It's well-produced. It's done well. They mean well. They've got a good audience. Tens of thousands of people watch this. And here's this guy teaching them that the 70 elders that Moses' father-in-law urged him to place under him to help him judge Israel are priests. No, they're not. They're judges. Well, judges are priests, Joe. Really? Was Deborah a priest? Well, no, Joe. Was she a judge? Well, yeah, Joe, but up, uh, stop. Judges are not priests because the priesthood is male. And Deborah was a judge. Ergo, you can't tell me that the 70 placed underneath Moses were priests. They weren't appointed to help Moses with the priesthood. The priesthood hadn't been established yet at that point. There was no priesthood yet. They were judges. And they were meant to help Moses make judgments. So. The guy goes on talking about how the elders in the church are priests. Okay. Show me where that says that in the Bible. I, you remember Boaz? 
where does he go when he needs to redeem Naomi? Or uh, yeah, it's, what's is it Naomi? Ruth, Ruth. Sorry, Naomi's her mother, mother-in-law, whatever. I'm have names in me. Anyhow, where's he go? Does he go to the temple looking for a priest? No. Tells us it goes to the gates of the city. Why? Because he's looking for the elders. The elders are judges, and they're sitting at the gates of the city where the business was conducted. There's their civil government. So this guy's teaching these tens of thousands of people wrong. And he's being treated as though he's got great insight into the scripture. I couldn't get past that. It's it's and when I was you know, Charlie handed it to me because he's like, I think there's something here. He goes, but look at this for me because he's learned or he's trusted. I, I'll slice through this stuff quick. And I did. And I'm still going to go back and watch it because I want to hear his argument on the temple. He might have something there. But just in his setup, I'm like, oh, my God, this is bad. Why are you on? Why are you talking to these up to 70,000 people about this? Why are they letting you get this dude off the Internet? He's harmful. That's just me. That's me. It's just Joe. But I know as a fact, what this guy is teaching does not align with the scriptures. We're priests, not teachers. They were rabbis. Yes, they were teachers. That's what rabbi means, teacher. The teacher of the law, of the scriptures. And in some cases, the Sanhedrin had started acting like judges. But what they judged were religious matters. You went to the judges and the elders if you had a civil matter. Hey, so-and-so took my goat. <laughs> Don't go to the rabbi with that. He's liable to smack you in the head. Okay, that goes to the elders and the judges to take care of. And, and notice when I tell you that, you know, priesthood's male, what does Deborah do in the Bible when it's time to go to war? Does she lead the fight? No, she hands that off to the male, the male leaders of the army, because she recognized as a judge, she recognized that that was a male position, not because of mass, you know, machoism and, and, and male whatever chauvinism is because that's what God Yahweh had. That was a male position. So she deferred to the rule book. She was a good judge. So when I'm watching the internet, I'm like, holy Moses, I don't want to be one of those people. The, the only reason we don't have, if I wanted to start out and be Dan Bongino, I'd have a radio program right now. I guarantee you, I know it. I've seen what I, what people, how people respond to me when I'm on the radio doing talk radio, and a number of you here know this, a number of people in the classroom have heard me do radio. I'm an entirely different character when I'm doing political talk radio. And I'm, like I said, a number of you know this. You've heard me do this on Steve Nichols' show when he was still on the radio, Morning Drive with Steve Nichols. His numbers went, he watched it live. He loved having me on the show. It was good for his ratings. And he wasn't the only one. I've done that with several radio shows. I know I could do this. I don't want to. Why? What good does it do for me to come on here and look at the headlines every day and start yelling about the people in the headlines? It makes you feel good. What, what does that do to improve your life? If I can't help you, then I'm just part of the problem. I'm part of the solution or part of the problem. I, was, I learned that in the Marine Corps. Top Perez taught me that. Either be part of the fix or, be, or you're part of the problem. By default, you're part of the problem. That, that's the normal position. If you're, you got to bring yourself up out of the muck and be part of the solution. Otherwise, by default, you're part of the problem. You are the problem because you're not trying to fix anything. You're not trying to, or this is what the Bible means by righteousness. It, it, what? Yeah. It means be part of the solution. Well, how? 
by learning to walk, meaning live the way that the creator of this universe wants us to live. Because if we're all doing that individually in our own lives, worried about ourselves, worried about the person in our mirror and those we have influence over directly in our lives, our spouse, our children, our, our, our closest relatives, you know, our, our workmates and friends, the ones closest to us that we can influence mostly by our example, more than anything. If we're living that way, then we're being part of the solution because we're showing other people how to live. And if we all start doing this and it propagates, this is how the Christian church changed the ancient world by example. And it did. It socially engineered and revolutionized the world without forcing anything on anybody. And then along comes the Catholic church that wants to start forcing everything on everybody by force. Marries itself to government to get the, the police force under it. And then now you have church and state, the harlots riding the beast. And off we go into oppressing the people until the Reformation comes along and the American Revolution and we free the people from the dictatorial priesthood that had been you know, risen up back to the, or as close as we can back to the original church, which was layman led in individual congregations. So if I can't help you learn this stuff and teach this to you, what am I doing? What good am I doing? I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting Charlie and Natasha's time and money. And I don't want to do that. And this has been bothering me lately because I'm starting to feel like there's nothing left to teach you. I've given you the basics that I know to give you. I haven't run out of material. Don't get me wrong on that. I mean, we haven't even come, again, Secret Squirrel and Charlie, well, Secret Squirrel for sure can attest, the tortoise can attest to this one. We haven't come close to touching all the books that are on my shelves at home in a library. We haven't even come close to touching all the subjects that are on those shelves. And that's just half my office. We're not going to look at the other bookshelf because that's all just World War II tanks. Y'all ain't, nobody's interested in that mess. That's what I do for my business. But there's still 30,000. I mean, it's not the hugest library in the world, but it's selectively chosen. There's still $30,000 worth of books sitting in my right in my room. And most of them are soft cover, bought cheap, used and everything on purpose. And some of them are, whoo-hoo, lots of money because I can barely find it and it's falling apart. They're rare, they're old. I like books. Hard books, printed books, because they can't be changed electronically. But I like books that are sourced and referenced that give me original material. Because to me, that book is my thread. That's my show. I go to that book and it says, okay, go here, here, and here. And, and, and I do. I go look it up. And I find things like I was telling Charlie earlier today. I, I was reading uh, again on the Founding Fathers, and I run into this one guy, and he says, he's talking about John Adams. And he said, Adams didn't like religion very much. He didn't have a whole lot of use for it. So, you know, the implication is that Adams isn't a religious man. And I'm sitting here thinking, what have you read, man? I I'm thinking about the, what did you read that I've missed? I'm, I'm not yelling at the author. I'm like, what did I miss? You know, the letter that the, the uh, scoffers will sometimes quote, you know, this is, this world is hell with religion or whatever. You know, he hates religion. He's writing to Thomas Jefferson late in life. Read two more lines down because he says without religion, the world would be hell. But, and then read the whole letter. You're right. Adams didn't have much use for religion, but he had a lot of faith. He was all about faith. And this is the thing that's in the Bible. Jesus didn't like religion. But he was all about faith. Because I've read Adam's letter to his wife, Abigail, after the first constitutional convention prayer when they opened it up. 
three, two, two or three hour prayer. And he was convinced that everything was going to be fine if the men were that pious, that devout, that religious, you know, that, that faithful. It struck him that hard. You read his quotes, you read his letters. He, he wasn't an atheist or a deist or whatever. He was a devout believer in the God of the Bible. So where does this, where does this historian come off telling me that, why are you, why are you writing? Can't you do any research? You're, you're, you're writing a book. People are supposed to be able to trust you. Why are you writing? Didn't you go read Adams? Apparently not. This guy cites other historians. Did you check those historians? Apparently not. So what you're doing is propagating hearsay. Why did you publish? I don't want to be one of them. That's not who I want to be. I want to be the person I choose to be. And I don't want to live a lie. I need to look the monster eyeball to eyeball. It might kill me. I don't care. The world that we're starting to create right now, collectively, by allowing it or either by adding to it, I don't want to live in it. I'm ready for him to take me home. I'll be honest with you right now, folks. The only reason I live right now that I want to live is for my wife. I don't want to leave her without me. And don't worry. I'm not suicidal. And there's no, 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 no. Uh, that ain't me. Somebody ever tells you I committed suicide, they lied. That's not me. That's a coward's way out. And, and if you've had somebody do that, I don't mean it that way as in cowardly that way. What I'm, what I'm telling you is that's a faith cowardice. That's weak faith. I'm, I can't do that. And if that's still harsh because you've been touched by this tragedy, I don't mean it callously. This is just a fire's hot, water's wet type of thing. And you can be angry with me. I understand that. I, I, I got that. Intellectually, I understand it. Emotionally, I don't. Under, I, I don't. But intellectually, I do. I've told you before, I'm broken. So if you ever hear that, you know that somebody, somebody made it look that way. I've been Hillary Clinton. But that's the only reason I'm still part of this world. You know, otherwise, yeah, I'd have probably been a nightly news story and then be gone. Because... I don't want to be part of what we're making. There are things worse than death. Many things worse than death. And the world we're creating is one of them. I don't want, I don't want to contribute to that world. I want to kick against it. I want to resist lawfully as much as I can, you know, within the way that the scriptures tell me to live. And sooner or later, I know that if I do a good enough job, this world's going to come after me and going to give me my wish, send me to the great beyond because it doesn't want me here. That's fine. I don't want to be here with it either. I actually believe the things I teach you about the scriptures because I've tested it. I've looked into it and I've tested it on its own merits. It proves itself every time. I bring logic to my scripture studies. I bring reason. For me, they bring clarity and, and solidity and you know firmness of foundation. I try to share that with whoever wants to listen. I try to show you how I got there, how you can get there. I try to give you the tools that I was taught. I do my best to share with you how I see the world, why I see it that way. I tell you all the time, you got to listen, 
take what works for you and apply it in whatever way is effective in your world to achieve the ends you choose to, to achieve. I'm not a Karen. I do not want to tell you how to live. I tell you how I've chosen to live. I tell you how the scriptures tell us that we should live as my, according to my best understanding of the scripture at this time. I tell you how the founding fathers told us we should live according to my best understanding of their writings at this time in my life. I share what I've learned. You make your own choices. You have free will. I happen to believe in natural law. I have derived my own theory of natural law, standing on the back of others that came before me, but where most of them start with your right to life as being your first primary. You've heard me before. I tell you, that's not my first primary right. My first primary right is my free will. Where did I get that from? The Bible tells me my life belongs to Yahweh. My body belongs to God. Everything I own belongs to God. The only thing God says that it belongs to him too. My free will belongs to him too, but he says that's the one and only thing he will not claim. He will allow me to have that. It's his choice. He's sovereign, but he decided I won't trample on that. So that's got to be my primary one right, and I go from there. And I'm not going to trample on your free will either. Comment on the board from Aaron Spikes. Do we resist the evil when it comes, or do we give just uh, give just surrender? I wasn't really taught to surrender when I was in the service. Neither was I. That's an individual choice there, Aaron. Um, the Christians gladly went to the lions, singing and praising Yahweh, praising God, sacrificed themselves as martyrs. I don't know, because the scripture also teaches you that if you see somebody coming to kill you, you got to jump up and kill them first. Say, well, we're under grace, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That law still applies, though. You have a you have a scriptural command to defend your life and your family. You even have a scriptural command to defend your property if it's connected to sustaining your life. You have a natural law command to the same things. But when the government comes, I don't know. Because then you've got uh, Romans, Paul telling you that, you know, all governments were ordained and raised up by God for that time and place and purpose. And notice in Romans 13, it says you have to submit to the government. It doesn't say obey it. So if you're going to object to what the government's telling you and the penalty is they're going to put you in jail or execute you, that's submitting to government. And remember, the Bible teach you to be law lawful in all things. Jesus did tell you to render unto Caesar. What if he meant that that means also rendering yourself unto execution because just simply because you're a Christian? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I never proposed to have all the answers. It's why I was told I'm a false teacher because I don't claim to have all the answers. All I know is that if you claim to have all the answers, Messiah didn't even do that when he was with us. He didn't claim to have all the answers, and he's God. What did he say? No man knows but the Father, meaning he didn't know that either. Before the crucifixion and the ascension, he told us, I don't know everything, and he's God in the flesh, or at least somehow part of God in the flesh. So if you ever run into a man or a woman that thinks they've got all the answers, they get, what you've run into is somebody who thinks they're above the creator of the universe. I got no use for them. That's bat crap, crazy delusional right there. 
So this answer here, brother, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. The Bible is a Hebrew wisdom book of the ancient times of the Middle East. For every command, it tells you to do this. It also tells you not to do it. Well, not for every, but for, for a lot of them. Don't work on the Sabbath unless it's getting the goat out, you know, your neighbor's cow or goat out of the ditch, mule or whatever. That's work. You ever tried to get a mule out of a ditch? I've watched them try to move mules in the Middle East. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> that thing don't want to move. I've seen them try to move camels. You think mules are stubborn. Camels are just as stubborn and they're a lot bigger. Camel no go. Camel no want to go. Camel no go. You hook it up to a truck and camel still won't go. I've watched. All that happens is the harness around its head gets ripped off with half of its hide. It just doesn't want to go. It don't go. That's work. Although I was told I wasn't supposed to work on the Sabbath. So these are the things I know about. These are the things I try to share. These are the things I try to get people to look at differently. Are we doing any good? Seems like maybe I need my hand held. I'm sure there's somebody out there thinking that. I Maybe. You, you, you're welcome to think it that way. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I'm trying to evaluate what we do, and I try to do it openly. In my business, I've always been this way with my customers. I keep a blog where I talk to them openly about what's going on in the business. Not everything. You don't need to know all my family business. You know, all my ins and outs of how I run my business. But the major things I talk to my customers with. And my competitors are always yelling at me privately. You're too open. Quit talking to them like that. Why? I have the most loyal customer base in my industry. Bar none. Period. I was criticized one time publicly on, on three different blog pages. Industry blog. The three biggest ones in the world. The guy posted the same thing three places. All three places, people jumped on him immediately and said he was lying. And Joe would never do that. And you're right. I didn't. I didn't have to defend myself. My customers did it for me. They just knew my character and my nature. It matters to me. My honor matters to me. My word matters to me. How I treat other people matters to me. How I feel about the man in my mirror matters to me. How my wife thinks of and looks at me matters to me. It did no ways. One of the reasons I've had people ask me to run for office. <laughs> yeah, right. That'll last about a half a second. Uh, that's funny. The very first thing that's going to happen is the media is going to get a hold of my past and they're going to say, yeah, Mr. Bakanovic, you did this, 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 and this, this in the past. Why are you running for office now as a conservative, you hypocrite? I already got a comeback for that. I'd look him dead in the eye and say, you're right. I did all those things because back then I lived the way the left tells me to live. What? Yeah. I live the way the world tells me to live, the way the leftists tell me I'm supposed to live. Feels good to do it. I lived a licentious life and it didn't work for me. I found out that all that did was made more problems, just like the scriptures told me. Lo and behold, they'd have no comeback for that. I'm sure they'd come up with something, but they'd have no comeback for that because basically I'd be telling them, yeah, I was one of you back then. Why are you criticizing me? But then, you know, <laughs> put it in church language, Jesus got a hold of me. Or rather, I finally bent my knee 
yielded to him. He said, well, I've been trying it my way 40-something years. Let's try it yours. Wow. What do you know? It worked. Still works. I'm not telling you I don't have trouble in my life. What I'm telling you is when the problems arise, I handle them better. I pretty much take everything in stride except drivers. Oh, boy, do I have a case of road rage. I want an M1A1. I'll take the governor off that thing so I can do 70 mile an hour down the highway to get back home. But boy, when you pull in front of me doing stupid stuff again, you get out of the slow lane to pass somebody. You pull in front of me doing 20 mile an hour slower than I was when you pulled in front of me. I'm going to just flip, flip right over top of you, Jack. Won't even slow down. I'll be like, well, suck the bad him today. Stupid move. Stupid. Do stupid games. Get stupid. Pride. I got road rage. And then if you knew BB, my wife, <laughs> diminutive little thing a little small quiet you know little church teacher i mean you know school teacher type woman just most people love her to death you put her behind the wheel of a car and she turns into a road rage maniac that makes me look tame Woo, boy that's the one place i'm still not able to handle my temper but for most other things i've you know i go to the restaurant they're out of this 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 and this well Living in an ever-increasingly socialist country. I better get used to this. I've taken it in stride. My wife hasn't. Go to the store for a box of milk duds. Yeah, milk duds. No milk duds. I'm in a capitalist country, man. It's candy. I should have this stuff coming out my ears. Nope, no milk duds. And then when you do find them, you can't buy them. Well, why? Because the lids aren't staying closed. The glue that they're using isn't keeping the boxes closed, and they can't sell it if the if the box isn't sealed. So when they do have them, you can't buy them. We're living in an everly failing, ever failing country. This is what I'm going to get used to. I've taken that in stride. I've been taking a lot of things in stride because of the teachings of the scriptures. Just, it's okay. Be happy with what I've got. I've lived in a hole in the ground before where I didn't have anything that wasn't on my back when I got up to move. I carried everything I owned in a backpack. I literally lived in a hole in the ground. I was happy. I had my brothers around me. They were feeding me occasionally. At that time, we were eating once or twice a day. I was happy. Happy is a state of mind. Scripture teaches me that. That's joy. That's real joy. I, I could be hurting, suffering, cold, freezing, hungry, whatever. That's just a physical condition. That doesn't have to be the way I am inside. I'm still alive. I'm still above ground. I still got people that care about me, people to care for. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, that's joy. I, I'm learning this. Coming on the board from Road Dog 71. Can we talk about the Christmas lie and whether or not it's demonic or not, like Halloween? You don't want to wait till Christmas when I do that story? Yeah, we're planning on that. Oh, wait till Tuesday. Tuesday's Tuesday's when we will tackle Halloween, Road Dog. And and we we need ideas on on what to do for our anniversary next week. Yeah. Wednesday's the anniversary. When, Wednesday. Well, three, it's not so much show. anniversary. It's 300th show celebration. Well, that's kind of a anniversary. It's a big deal, at least yeah. for me. I didn't think we'd make it that far. Um, Christmas. It's not quite the winter um, solstice, but it's close. It's usually two days off. I've wrestled with that one a long time. Most of your Christmas traditions, the Yule log, the Christmas tree, decorating the tree, these are all Druid. They go back to the Druids. And I, when, when I was coming out of some of the, 
the old teachings that I had grown up with. I love it. The decorating with light, all of this goes back to the Druids, the, the, the Nordic, um, Nordic and central European religions. It's all pagan in nature. Um, then I found a Catholic edict where they had sent a bishop to England to convert them to Catholicism. And he wrote back and he said, they won't give up their pagan traditions. And the Pope said, well, then just incorporate them. I remember God telling the people of Israel, when you go into the land of Canaan, do not practice worship the way they do. Do not worship me according to their traditions. Well, you know, Christianity says, well, that's the Old Testament. It's dead and gone. We can do what we want. And I remember Jesus telling the Samaritan woman at the well, you don't know what you worship. Not who, what? Why would that connect to Christmas? Because the Samaritans said they were worshiping Yahweh their way. They were very good Christians. Say, so, well, we're Christians. We got nothing to do with the Jews. Well, if you're a Christian and you've got nothing to do with the Jews, congratulations, you're an apostate and you worship a different God. No, I don't. Yes, you do. And you don't know what you worship. You're a very good Samaritan woman at the well. You know you're waiting for the Messiah. You just don't understand who he is. You're worshiping a demon. Why do I say that? Because the New Testament is about the New Covenant. The New Covenant was promised to the people of Israel. Well, no, Joe, it was promised to the Gentiles. No, it wasn't. Go back and read Jeremiah. I think it's 31 or 33, the chapter about the new covenant. It was promised to the house of Israel, Hebrews, and to the house of Judah, Hebrews. Not Gentiles. The Gentiles would be grafted in, but it wasn't promised to them. So if you want to claim a covenant that you say was promised to you and not to the, to the people of the Hebrew people, you know, the Jews, as you think of them, You've created something entirely different that does not come from the Bible. So Christmas, I wanted to hold on to it. I love it. Used to be my favorite holiday. Yeah. I even got arrested over it, well, almost. But I've had to let it go because it's got nothing to do with the feasts, the appointed times, the Moedim. Yeah, just look up Krampus. <laughs> well... I know it's well Saint Nicholas. Yeah, look into that too. There's four or five or six different stories of who Saint Nicholas is and where he comes from. That's the sign of a myth. Dig into the uh, archives of the Catholic Church. They're online. It's the same thing with Easter. Easter is literally a derivation of the name of Ishtar. The bunny and the eggs, that is directly connected to Babylonian Im uh, imagery of Ishtar. And it is not connected to the crucifixion. It's connected to the equinox. That's all pagan. And it's connected to child sacrifice if you get down to it. Yeah. It's horrible. It, it's all paganism that's been incorporated into the church. Now, am I telling you you're not a believer if you keep those holidays? No. You're never going to hear me tell you that. Am I telling you you're chasing after things that I don't chase after anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to do some serious research. And do me a favor. 
don't go researching the Christians defending it. Research the other side. You already believe Christmas and Easter are okay. Research the other side of the argument. Stay away from the Hebrew roots movement. There are plenty of people out there that will tell you about the other side of the... You know where one of the best places to go on that is? Atheists. Yeah, just atheists. Because they think all religions are kooks. You know what? You know how that's valuable to you as a faith believer? You've got somebody who's looking at all sides from a neutral perspective. Or at least a perspective you understand. They think all of you are kooks. So the way they'll present the information will be neutral in regard to how you're wanting to use it. So he'll, the, the atheist, he or she will poo-poo the Catholic Church and the Christian Church as much as they will the Jews, as much as they will the Druids. And by the way, if you do some really good deep diving into the Druids, it is believed that they came from the northern kingdom of Israel. When you drive all the way back, the lost tribes. It's apostasy. Samaria was already in apostasy. That's why it was destroyed. That and child, child sacrifice. So what do you do with Christmas? Up to you. I walked away from it. I don't even keep Hanukkah. It's not in my Bible. That's in Maccabees. And I don't know what to do with it. I know that Yeshua didn't condemn it. But neither did he vocally endorse it either. He might have put up with it. I don't know. I don't know. But that's a nutshell on Christmas. I'm going to give you more of the details on Halloween next week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, Joe, it's all Hallow's Eve. It's all Saints' Eve. No, 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 it isn't. That's the, that's the legacy of the Catholic Church. You remember, have you ever heard me tell you that today is driven by the past? You remember when Orwell says, who controls the future controls the past? Or who controls the past controls the future or whatever. I don't remember how it's, but this is how it works. If I can control the past, I can change what you think of the future. What do you mean, Joe? Well, the founding fathers were all just a bunch of rich slave owners, and that's what, they were all just a bunch of bigots. So everything that we were founded on was just bigotry. They're, they're, it, they're, this is an evil country from the beginning. Well, that's a lie. That's a straight-up lie. But we have convinced the majority of this country that it's the truth, and therefore they hate the country nowadays. So I control the present by controlling the past. And if I control the present, I control the future. Because now I can get you to work forward so, towards socialism for me because you hate the founding of your country. It's all about how we perceive history. So why do I spend so much time on history? Because it's driving today. But then and if you want to understand history, you're going to have to go back and find original sources. Well, this pastor told me this about Christmas. Okay, fine. Did you read what the Catholic Church wrote about it before then? What? Yeah, go back and find what the Catholic Church said about it. They initiated it. The Holy Roman Catholic Church. They started this thing with Christmas. No, Joe, it's when Jesus was born. Oh, no, nay, nay, nay. He was not born in December. How do you know, Joe? Easy. I've learned about the land of Israel, the shepherd culture, and I paid attention to the clues that are in the Bible with the birth story. And then I found out about when the sign of the Son of Man was in the sky at that time. He was born in the fall feasts, right when I would expect him to be 
if I lived in that culture in time. Hmm. Imagine that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm struggling right now. I am. I've been struggling a lot lately. And I haven't bothered to talk to you about it, but Charlie knows. My wife, Bibi knows. Natasha's heard me a little bit. I don't know what to do with it. And, and I'm also, I'm wearing myself out. I was telling you earlier, man, I'm working hard, but I got to start finding more time for my business or it's going to fold. I, a lot of you are helping me run this show. You're, you're contributing. And thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If it hadn't been for me, for you guys out there that are contributing to the show, we'd have been gone already because the money that I had set aside to run it would have, I told you when we started, I had about a year in the bank. We're past that year point coming up on two months past it. Thank your classmates who are donating to this show for that. If it hadn't been for them, we'd be gone. But at the rate that everybody is donating for me, if it, if it continues regularly on time, We'll be here until about eh, February, March. And then we're done. Because I just, I don't have, I, I'm already taking some of the money out of my business, my company to help with this. And that comes out of my paycheck. So I still trust that if while I'm doing what God wants me to do, he's going to find a way to fund this, but it's probably going to come back to, get busy doing your business, Joe, because then it can afford to fund more and you can use that money. But I don't know how to do that and still bring you good quality content that requires for every hour you hear me running my mouth here on this show. I've got about two hours of work behind it. I'm doing that work. I don't have the conscience to ask Charlie or Natasha or anybody else to help me do this because I can't pay them. So I don't ask them. I do that. Well, that right now, that out, that time, and I'm not complaining. Please don't get me wrong. I'm explaining. This is fire's hot, water's wet type of talk. The time I spend on this show comes out of what used to be spent running my business. You have to understand, I have the largest business of my type in the modeling industry. I am it, Jack. I'm the bar. Not me saying that. My competitors have told me that face-to-face, told me they measure their products by mine. I've been that way since, I've been at the top this whole, there's nowhere left for me to go. I have no mountains to climb. It's one of the reasons I don't like doing my job anymore. I'm bored with it. So it's a struggle, and that's a good thing. My job's back to being work, and it needs to be work. It needs to be work. It's discipline. It's good for me. It's correction. Notice how I put up with things by changing the way I look at them. Scripture tells me, look at it differently. Do all things as unto God. So I can do it joyfully because I'm doing it for him. I serve him by serving my customers. Cleanly. Using old-fashioned business practices, I take care of my customers. I give people things. I got a customer in Italy. He placed a big order. He tells me that I'm missing dozens of pieces out of it. No, I'm not. The way I package my orders, those pieces were not missing from his order. I'm going to send him everything he wants. Just because. I know he's not telling me the truth. 
but I'm going to give it to them free. It's just the way I run my business. It's the way I was taught. My father taught me. Even if it, and the scriptures teach me, even if it costs you, give them the shirt off your back. If they want more, give them the cloak too. God will take care of you in the end. Maybe not in the here and now, not materially, but it'll, it'll, it'll come back. Treat others the way you want to be treated. I've been having a struggle with, I used to ship everybody's orders within 48 hours of when they placed it. I can't do that anymore. There's too much work. I don't have the time to do it. So some of my orders are two or three weeks old, and that's just weighing on me. And this is one of the biggest struggles I have is that I don't like taking that long to fill somebody's order. You've given me your money. I owe you the product, even though they know it's all over my website. This could take you a month to get it shipped. I tell them I still don't like it. That's how I try to run my business, how I try to run my life. It's how I encourage other people to try and do things because it works. It makes for a better society when we're all living that way. But we all live in a society now where everybody has to have their own opinion. Everybody has, they've got their idea of how it all has to be. The world doesn't have to conform to me. I have to conform to it. Any other way of looking at it is a mistake. That's a factual statement. So, well, Joe, the ones that wanted to change the world to conform to themselves moved the world. No, they didn't. It was more confusion. And we froze. Are we back now? Okay, yeah, we froze for a second. But the, the people who change the world counter to the way the world is supposed to work. They don't fix anything. Woodrow Wilson didn't make anything better. He made it worse. And he did change the world to suit his purposes. And in the process, he made it worse. Founding fathers tried to change the world according to natural law, to work according to the way the world works. They made it better, at least for a time and for on a macro scale. They showed the world how to do it. And the world has been trying to get rid of their example ever since. That's right, Woodrow freaking Wilson. All right, let's go to a break. We're going to take six minutes. When I come back, I'm not going to preach at you about this crap anymore. Let's look at the headlines like Charlie thought we ought to look. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. I want to show you some things that I'm looking at. We're not going to read these articles. I'm going to look at the headlines and just use it to talk about subjects. But folks, pay attention. You're living in a tinderbox, and we got leaders on a global scale across the world striking flint matches on top of that tinderbox um, they're, they're in an open keg of gunpowder and they're playing with things that make sparks they're stupid and, and i don't mean just hubris and arrogant and proud i mean these people are dumb and i'll show you some of it when we come back see you in six
So coming on the board from I don't know how you say this Tolakas. That's T Rex. He's he. That's Daryl, guys, folks. That's that's Bigfoot in disguise. There. He says the new speaker of the house made a rather remarkable speech, referencing for it such a time as this, etc. He's being roundly criticized, of course. I like this because that comment goes with something that Charlie's been preaching for a while now. Six more minutes, please. Still trying to load my musket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John Quest, supposed to be using an AR-15 musket now. Those are easy to load. You well, just even go, if you boom. use a musket, uh, you should be able to do that in less than a minute. So you need to do some more practice. Yeah, Dip. Now that is called late. You are definitely tardy. You're the start of the second hour. <laughs> oh gosh, Dip. Jeez. All right. So. Hey, where's all my term papers anyway, guys? Yeah, for Come you on. tardy people, you're supposed to be doing term papers. House, Speaker of the House. Okay. We're going we're gonna to get to a few things here. Um. This is the Epoch Times. I'm on their free section of their page. And they've got a really lengthy article about how Mike Johnson became speaker through prayer, not politics. It's a really lengthy article. And then they've got another one here, 30 things to know about Mike Johnson. Okay. He's a native of Louisiana. That's okay. That means he's, you know, might be Cajun. I don't know. His uh, intelligence about his education. He's a devout Christian. Uh, it talks about his family, his practice law before entering politics. He was a radio host, teaches at Liberty University. He previously served in the Louisiana House of Representatives. He has represented Louisiana's fourth congressional district since 2017. His father died days before his election. He entered the House GOP leadership in 2021. He was on Johnson's committees or whatever. That's those committees he was on. He was chairman of the Constitution-Oriented Subcommittee. He voted to repeal Obamacare. Okay, I like that. Maybe. He voted for tax cuts and job at the Jobs Act. He opposed the certification of the 2020 elections. Key architect of the Electoral College objections. Now, this section here is worth reading. He objected on the grounds I've told you about. States violating their procedural uh, and their laws and everything and how to hold the elections. That makes it election fraud. Not voter fraud. Election fraud, which means the Congress shouldn't have certified or ratified those votes from those states. By law, they shouldn't have done that. Says he opposed establishing the January 6th panel. He's staunchly pro-life, according to the Epoch Times, and this is usually a very good news source. He voted to increase the debt ceiling. Well, that's a strike against him. He opposes Ukrainian aid in general. He didn't support McCarthy's stopgap spending bill. He's a staunch supporter of Israel. He is of modest means. He's a critic of the president and his son. He opposes a bill codifying a federal right to same-sex marriage. He was a Republican's fourth nominee for the speaker's job. He has no enemies. That right there is a problem we're going to come back to. He is open to another stopgap spending bill. That's a problem. He aligns with President Trump. That may and may not be a good thing. I don't know. And he uh, challenges that lie ahead for him. The problem here. He has no enemies. Why Why? Why would that bother me? Anybody um, know about the Churchill quote, dealing with enemies? Churchill once said, you've got enemies? Good. That means you stood for something. The converse of that is, you have no enemies? Well, that means you didn't ever stand for anything. You, you stood with everybody. That's a bad thing, folks. That, that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. So I know, I know he's Christian. So 
Well, he's Christian, yo. You should like that. Uh -huh. All those people in Matthew 7, 20, 23, you know, be gone from me. I never knew you. They called themselves Christians too. And there's Jesus telling them, uh-uh, you ain't. Never were. So we're going to have to wait and see. How does this duck walk? This could be a very good thing for us. This could be the worst thing possible for us. Yeah, Obama said he was a Christian. Yep. Especially since this guy just popped up out of nowhere. The cool thing about that is that's how Yahweh works. The bad thing is that's also how the swamp works. Meaning he could have been the one that they wanted all along. And this was played to make you think, oh, look, God answered a prayer. I'm sorry. I am a skeptic of skeptics right now. And I think I'm justified in being that way. Now, I don't know if you have the money for this, but if you're um, the Epoch Times, oh, do they have some wonderful documentaries. This is one of them, The Shadow State. Oh, my gosh, is this a good piece right here. This is, you guys got your hashtag ready? I can't play that. Let me stop it. This is Woodrow no. Freaking, Freaking Wilson. Wilson. Yep. So that's a good one. And then let's see if I can get it to go backwards here real quick. We've got some other good ones here. The Shadow State, the January 6th tapes. Oh, that's all about all the video they don't want to show you. It's more than just what Tucker Carlson has shown you. That video is good. This is the new one that's coming out on the 30th, The Police State. This is by Dinesh D'Souza. I love that man. I have known about him since I was in philosophy school back in the early 1990s. That he's an Indian import, uh, immigrant from India. Man, that guy is locked on. If you think Ben Shapiro is good about making idiots out of lefties at schools, you should watch Dinesh D'Souza do it. Ben Shapiro's doing it for the pop so he can make money on the on the internet. He's Donald Trumping it. He does it with a lot of fallacies. I do not like Ben Shapiro. He's not as buttoned down as people make him out to be. He is fallacious through and through in, in his reasoning. I don't like him. He makes my head hurt. D'Souza? Oh, dude. <laughs> Logic is tight, Jack. The force is strong with that one. <laughs> yes, he does really good work. He will take a lightsaber and gut you in public with a smile. He doesn't get all hypey. He doesn't do it for the flash. Go find some of his YouTube videos and watch. He gets just as ugly to them as Ben Shapiro, but he's more controlled. He's more mature, more adult about it, and he's more intellectual about it. And boy, his logic is tight. So where I would love to play with Ben Shapiro I would leave Dinesh D'Souza the freak alone. <laughs> I would not lock horns with that man any more than I would Thomas Sowell. Be like, nope, no mas. I'm good. I'll sit over here in my corner and keep my mouth closed. So I can't wait to watch this video. This one's going to be good. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Here's something else going on. Supposedly, Russia is executing its own soldiers who refuse to comply with its orders. Well, that comes from the White House, so take that with assault mine. You mean a tablespoon of salt, right, Joe? No, I, I said assault mine. Uh, Blinken welcomes China's top diplomat in Washington as talks get underway. In other words, we're from China and we're here to collect on our payment to the president. 
and Blinken is saying, yes, sir, what can we give you today? Uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, speech, question and answers with Janwell, whatever. Mandate for leadership series. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. blah. COVID-19 flu vaccines taken together linked to stroke risk. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's see. Say find safety tips signal for uh, FDA finds safety signal for COVID-19 vaccinations among toddlers. Again, ah, you've been told that forever and ever. Hey, is anybody like me now? I won't take any vaccine. No, I don't want to think. I don't know. I don't trust nope. any of it. And then, um, uh, uh, the, the, they're not doing the driverless vehicles there for that group. Um, let's see, Federal Reserve preferred inflation gauge unchanged. That right there, the Federal Reserve's law, uh, inflation gauges, that's a lie. That, those are just lies. You need to go to, uh, oh man, I can't remember. There's a site that does the real, real statistics. Um, I have to find it. I got it at home. But what they do is they compare your modern inflation st- statistics to the way they were measured back under Reagan. Folks, we're in we're in pretty good double digit inflation right now in, in the areas like housing and, and energy and food, you know the areas that you can't afford to skip. We're really getting hammered hard. Federal judge rules political maps in Georgia have to be redrawn for 2024 election. Federal judge, can anybody tell me in the Constitution where it says that the uh, that the federal government has any control over the jurisdictions of of how that's a state issue. No, but I can show you in the Constitution where it says that those things are reserved for the states. Yeah. This federal judge needs to be disbarred. And anything he rules needs to just be ignored. The governor should just tell him, go pound sand. That's That, that right there, folks, is illegal. Uh, Republican voters want to cancel the primary debates, according to a poll. Really? I get a poll that says ham sandwich is the number one food in 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 our uh, in Mecca. If I want to word it correctly, I know I've actually conducted some of those. Did you see this one? To meet the pollution regulation, Irish farmers consider slaughtering as many as forty one thousand cows. You're going to quit eating meat by hook or by crook. You're going to eat insects, people. I, I'm sure you voted on that, right? You know you did vote on that. You elected all these whack jobs that are running all of this crap. And you elected the Republicans that refused to stop the whack jobs that have been elected to do all this crap. So you keep voting Republican. Enjoy your crickets. Um, I don't know who that is. Idaho Congress members moved to make Biden administration follow state requests to keep out wind solar farms. Again, that's not a federal mandate. They got no jurisdiction there. The state shouldn't have to request this and then texas surpasses california as grid scale solar energy production leader all right fine texas is already a hot enough state so you're just going to go ahead and put more heat sinks in there pretty soon from space texas is just going to glow on the infrared map because of all this crap that's stupidity right there voter drop boxes face challenge in arizona as states weigh legalizing banning to protect them hmm why Uh, Okay, real quick. Trump, in the last election, in the 2020 election, every single state in person voting for Trump. Every one, all 50, the in-person vote voted for Trump. All 50 states, all 50, the mail-in voting voted for Biden. 
that is statistically impossible for the mail-in voting to go that way if all of the in-person voters went for Trump. That is a clear indication of systemic election fraud, which is why they needed COVID. COVID was about a whole bunch of things, but primarily it was about making sure they took over the election process and stuck this mail-in balloting into the system. You do not have elections anymore. You have selections. You cannot trust a single vote in the United States anywhere. If you got mail-in balloting, drop boxes, things like that, you cannot trust that vote. It should be distrusted. It should not be counted. Your Republicans are going along with this. Why? Well, remember, they've used this before to steal elections. Yes, Republicans. Remember, there was one in Carolinas where he was put to jail for doing this. They removed him from his office because he fraudulently got elected and sent him to jail. We know that the Democrats have been fraudulently elected through the same system. I cannot find a story about any of them being removed from office and sent to jail for it. Just the Republicans. I still think they're one party. But you got to get on the Republicans so that you can keep the Republican voter angry, thinking that the, that means that's, that's proof that the Republicans aren't part of the Democrats. This is all high-level kabuki theater, in my opinion. We are at the moment, I think, what are we on? Just the News by John Solomon. He's an actual reporter. Texas energy leaders, a world conflicts as, as world conflicts escalate, domestic production is critical. In other words, we're about to end up with energy spikes again because nobody wants to make our own oil and gasoline. Comment on the board from John Quest. Knowing that people who are not willing to get a vac vaccinated are the people who are willing to possibly be some form of resistance could be how they get rid of a large part of what they consider is the problem next time. That's why they release a virus. Yeah, possibly, yes. I think you're onto something there, but that's you know just because I'm a conspiracy wacko. Repeat COVID vax worsens immune response. <laughs> Could enhance dengue. International research suggests. In other words, all your boosters are killing your immune system. Gee, who told you that, Doctor McCullough? Doctor Malone. <sighs> This guy here, Ram Swamy or whatever, he knocks DeSantis over shutdown of pro-Palestinian student groups. DeSantis orders colleges to shut them down. That's that story. I think he's doing a right job there. That's a it's a terrorist organization, folks. It's a terrorist nation. If you're promoting terrorism in the United States, that makes you illegal. Yeah, it's on the law. You're not allowed to support openly support terrorists in the United States. Unless, of course, I guess they're white extremists. Then we can, you know, we can crack down on them, but nobody else. The hypocrisy in our world. Ugh. Without federal and state subsidies and mandates, EVs would cost $50,000 more than they already do. New study finds. It, yes, y'all didn't realize that, but your $70,000 little bitty four, you know, electric box that you're driving would cost you probably a hundred and something thousand dollars if the government wasn't taking your tax money to pay these companies to make these cars. Trump says Mike Johnson should be elected House Speaker. Oh, well, I guess that's an old story. Jump over to uh, Not the Bee. 
this is cool. California elementary school cancels Halloween because it's not inclusive enough. The same school district is celebrating the LGBT plus history month. How is Halloween not inclusive enough, man? You can dress up as anything you freaking want to. That's the most inclusive holiday you got. Oh, they'd be banning whack jobs, man. Whack jobs, Jack. Um, Tennessee is suing Biden administration for routing millions of federal family planning dollars to Planned Parenthood. Hmm. Federal government still supporting child murder. Um, defund the colleges. Um, we need to defund the FBI for one thing. I don't see a whole lot going on here in not the B. You oh, here we go. U.S. carries out airstrikes overnight on Iranian assets in retaliation for attacks on American troops. We need to stop right there. We are starting to move into to the Middle East to get ready to attack Iran. How many of you, way back machine, how many of you remember the incident where supposedly the Iranians attacked an oil tanker and the United States military was ready to go attack Iran and Trump had to shut them down? They were going to act without his authority. And then what was it? One of these General Miley, or I, I don't remember, one of these turncoat generals up there criticized Trump for getting in the way of the military being able to retaliate against Iran. And we still never figured out whether or not it was actually Iran that hit the tanker. There's still a lot of people who claim that that was a false flag, a wag the dog type or false flag attack. The military, for whatever reason, or at least large portions of the leadership of the United States military wants a war with Iran, a hot war with Iran. And I I bet you they want it more now that they were shut down in Afghanistan and Iraq. Why would they want a war with Iran? What what purpose would that serve? Did you see the class I gave you about Islam a while back in prophecy? A war with Iran serves Shia purposes. Don't forget, the United States military is still primarily being run by the people Obama put into place. Don't forget, I showed you that Obama has been supporting Shia. Obama's got no problem with a bunch of Americans getting killed in a war with Iran that serves the purpose of Islamic Shia. He'd care less. But it will serve the purposes of Shia Islam. And it also serves the military-industrial complex. We've got no business over there fighting Iran right now. Watch for a war there. You should not send your sons and daughters to that war. But that's just my opinion. I wouldn't go if I was still in the service. They'd have to put me in jail. Gazan citizens appear to tell uh, Israeli military that Hamas is shooting Gazans if they try to flee the Strip. That fits with the way Islam works. I would believe that. Abortion went up slightly after repeal of Roe vs. Wade last year. But there's good news. Uh I don't know how any of that's good news. Even Joe Biden warns about trusting the report that Israel held killed 2,700 Palestinian kids. But that's not going to stop NBC News. That means that NBC News is not news. Pull their creds. Kamala Harris is out here endorsing an Australian-style gun ban after the shooting in Maine last night. That woman should be put in jail. She's sworn to uphold the Constitution. That right there is a subversion. Yeah, she's outright said that she wants to confiscate all of the guns. Oh, yeah, but... So did what's her name, the attorney general under Clinton. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. We'll go to Breitbart. Prices rise more than expected as inflation grips on economy persists. 
Boy, you put leftists in charge of the government, you're going to get inflate stagflation every time, man. Every time. This is what socialism gets you. Quit acting surprised, people. Um, let's see what else do we have here. I'm just looking for a few things. Uh, da, 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 da. Nothing here that's catching my attention. A gateway pundit. Um, more politics and stuff, but streaming live today, Dinesh D'Souza's police state movie. Join the event. Get your tickets here. That's going to be good. I'm going to make sure I find that at some point. I'll probably buy his DVD because I know he sells them usually. Uh, thousands of ha um, Hamas supporters utter disgusting chants in support of terrorist organizations and torch American flag during a massive protest in New York City. Okay. You see the bumper stickers all the time. Coexist. How do I coexist with people like that? There's an answer. You can't. Oh, yes, you can. Aaron and I can tell you how you do this. Oh, well, yeah, that way. You, you let can. the secretary and me start making appointments. That's the only way. There you go. And if you don't understand the reference about the secretary making appointments, you need to look up your classmate named William. He's not here today, I don't think, but he'll explain to you that I'm nothing more than a glorified secretary. I make appointments between people and their maker. Arrange for them to keep their appointments. You know, the Marine in me. The only way you coexist with these people is one side has to be eliminated. It's the only way you do it, folks. This side will eliminate their opponents. They're willing to do that. The other side won't even fight back. That's why the other side is losing. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, America's top 10 countdown with uh, blah, 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 blah. That's all just more garbage there. Um, this is, um, we're on the Federalist Papers now. California City Council meeting blows up over a resolution blaming Israel after Hamas attack. So the City Council blamed Israel because Hamas attacked it. And then there's 16 members of Congress refused to vote for, a con for condemning Hamas attack. You're supporting people who murdered, beheaded or dismembered children, raped women and burned them alive. It, that's Israel's fault? How many of these stories have you seen lately? 16-year-old athlete dies suddenly after running his best time ever. I get one of those a day, a minimum of one. Either children, athletes, male athletes mostly, not female, male mostly, or adult male athletes. How many football and basketball players in the United States have you seen that have died in their mysteriously or or they've just recently retired and they've died have you paid attention to how many european soccer players have been killing over dead on the field that's never happened before none of this has ever happened before they'll tell you well we're just reporting it now that's a lie if you had professional athletes killing over dead on the fields back in the 70s and 80s and 90s that would have been on the nightly news walter cronkite would have been telling you about it but this is regular now. And the first thing I want to know every time is, did they get the jabs? And this is primarily going after males. So does autism. Apparently, everything with vaccine-related problems primarily focuses on males. Hmm. 20, 
It's in 30s. Let's see. That would be war fighting males. No, it has nothing to do with that. Mm -mm. Nothing at all. It's also got nothing to do with the fact that they want to depopulate the world without losing all the cute little girls they might want to molest. So you get rid of the boys. Because you know. I can get rid of all the men in the world except for the select elite, and they can be the little studs. That what's that movie that all the feminists hate, The Handmaid's Tale? Mm -hmm. Where do you think that idea comes from? That's not conservatives writing that story. Nothing else going on there, folks. So that's that. We've been through the headlines as far as I care right now, Charlie. What you're looking for, folks, what you got to watch out for is that they're going to get us into another war. They need a war. It's it's a large part of what function, what our society is now. Our, our economy is primarily driven by um, wars, uh, healthcare, and, and I don't know what else. What does America produce anymore? Wars, healthcare, and pornography. We're the world's largest producer of pornography. And that's another one I'm going to get into one of these days. The sociologist in me has been, oh, there's a lot of stories. I just don't know how to bring you and still, how do I claim to be a Christian and to tackle some of these topics? Have y'all noticed that there's a trend? Have you, have you, has any of this caught on to you? There's a trend. Younger women, childbearing age women are starting to date older men, late forties and fifties, and they enjoying it. And when they're asked why, you're not going to believe the answer. They're telling people because they actually know how to have sex. And they treat you different. They're saying that the older men treat them different. I've watched this. It's the same thing every time with these young girls. Say the older guys treat them much differently. Like they actually matter. Like they're a person. Like Not like they're a pornography object. And one of the problems you have is that the women are consuming pornography at an equal rate as the men now. So the younger generation thinks that's how you do it. And then the folks from the late 40s and in, in their 50s are dating these 20 and early 30-year-old girls. And the girls are finding out, hey, wait a minute, there's an entirely different way to do this thing. And they're dating those men. Now, that's not necessarily going to cause a problem as long as they get married and have children and start families and everything. It, that used to happen a lot in our society. It was not unusual for a man in his 30s to be dating and getting married to 16, 17, 18-year-old women. It used to be the norm. The guy had to be established so that he could afford to provide for his wife properly. Age difference is, is a relatively modern thing. You know, objections to it is a relatively modern thing. Um, it's always been this way throughout all of time that the man was usually older so that he could be established, but we seem to be getting back to it now. And another part of the problem is, is that I've been watching these videos about the, the, the military services. And when I see the special forces guys, I recognize them. I mean, that was, that was everybody in the Marine Corps when I was in. But when I see the rank and file now, oh my God, we would have been merciless on them. They're very effeminate. Now, I have no doubt they're heterosexual males or whatever, but 
through hormones in the food or, or the socialization in our, in our culture, you know, the attack on whatever, all the different forces that social forces that are weighing on these young men nowadays, they, and they're not as they're soft. I won't call them obese yet, but they're soft. We would have eaten them up and spit them out when I was in the military. They wouldn't have made it. They'd have been bullied mercilessly, even by the ones we considered to be wimps. What the heck has happened to our, and, and, and we're going to, now we're going to start drafting women? Probably because the men can't fight. I guess Rush Limbaugh's, you know, 51st uh, Feminazi Brigade, where you, you got four of these brigades and you keep them on regular you know, schedules so you can always send one entire brigade in on their time of the month, you know, just whacked out crazy people. I guess we're going to try that now, huh? And if you never listen to Rush Limbaugh, you just look it up sometime. It's basically what he, I forget what feminist he, he, he used for that, but called it the Feminazi Brigade. I don't know. Comment on the board by Clay Toller. It says, for years, women wanted men to be more sensitive. Now they got what they wanted and they don't want them. What was wrong, Charlie? That's the one I was trying uh, to There we go. <laughs> the one we wanted, Tolal Cuss, is uh, uh, the Jews in Brooklyn have been advised to stay indoors, hide this Sabbath by the police. Yes, I know this. It, it, holy crap. Holy crap. Never again, right? So, okay, that was weird. I just saw Natasha come on and off on my monitor, but I never saw her do that on the studio screen. We've got poltergeist in the room. <laughs> I guess we have vestiges of yesterday's show. Oh, she threw that one up there. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. What? I was jumping in just to apologize about the comment thing, but... You are already on a different subject, and I figured, eh, I better not interrupt. That's yeah, all right. We're all good, folks. Not I'm like I'm a pol poltergeist or anything. <laughs> well, nobody's ever seen you. You're just a yes. talking voice. That's right. Shh. <laughs> She's perfectly happy to be thought of that way. <laughs> Keep it up, and I might haunt you in your dreams. Oh, please, sister. <laughs> Don't Actually, even try that one. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. My Your dreams would haunt me. <laughs> I, I ain't that dumb. <laughs> I was I was watching this one. This one guy does military videos, and he's one of the ones I'm talking about looking really. And he does the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard and Space Force. And he does this one with the military when they get to hell. And the army guys all crazy, and the space force guys all everybody's nuts. And then he gets to the marine, and the marine goes, "Ha ha, ha home." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, "Yeah." <laughs> so he's got that much right, <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Our society is falling apart. Did you still need something, Natasha? Or are you just hovering there like a poltergeist? Maybe she's stuck. Did the screen stuck? See, know. folks, we got weird Maybe. stuff going yeah, on. This is, this is weird stuff. Up, 
<laughs> she wasn't even there. The screen was just frozen. <laughs> oh, well, now I have two of her on my screen. Yeah, we've got two Natashas in oh the Oh my studio. gosh. Yeah, something weird. Internet issues. I apologize. It's probably on our end. It's all right, Natasha. We're, we're having issues. Yeah. This has been one of well, I got days. kicked out once from StreamYard already, so... Yeah, I saw you bebopping in and out and stuff, so it may be on our end, though, because we've but been having issues. Or maybe it's a, it might be a regional outage, too. That could be what's Yeah, we've on. got no idea what's going on here, folks, but we're, we're doing good to keep it moving today. Hmm. Um, <laughs> comment on the board from Genevieve. My aunt took a jab a couple of years ago and now has problems with her uh, platelet count. She's got leukemia or whatever. This is not in our family history of illness. Oh, cancer rates. Wow. Not just cancers. Weird, rare cancers, especially in the young. This is good. Um, you got a classmate here. I won't out him, but he's 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 in the field. And I mentioned some of this stuff to him. So he looked into it. He's done a little research and he's pretty much told me, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're scary because he's found exactly what I told him he's going to find. And then some, and, and I've told you before, um, you know, I don't always tell you the scariest parts of what I've learned. He found some of it one time and he was like, holy crap, do you know what this means? I'm like, yeah, I do know what it means. That's why I don't talk about it. So it, it's like, Charlie was mentioning earlier, the individual I'm talking about right now, your classmate that I'm talking about right now, he does what, oh my God, if every one of you did this, I'd be in heaven and I'd quit arguing. I'll hand him, and it's not everything, not everything, but sometimes I'll hand you guys strings, you know, threads, ends of the threads on a subject and he'll, it'll catch his attention. He'll run that, he'll run that sucker to ground. He'll go look into it. And so far, to the best of my knowledge, he'll tell you he has found exactly what I told him he'd find. And a lot of times he's found more than that. So he's gotten to where he says, I'm one of his favorite conspiracy theorists, <laughs> namely because conspiracy. Yes, there, you know, <laughs> but if all of you did that, if, the, if I mention a subject that just catches your attention, chase down, take the end of the thread. I hand you, you know, I give you the shortcut, go look here, run it down. Well, what you're going to find is that I didn't lie to you. You're also going to learn it better because now you're going to know why you know it. You don't have to say, because Joe said, you say, Here's why I know it. You know where you found it and you'll better understand the subject. The only thing I'm going to warn you with on that, <laughs> be careful which threads you go running down. <laughs> yeah. And be prepared when you get to the end of that thread. It Sometimes it's pretty ugly. Yeah. To find out you, that Joe was not kidding when he you, said he doesn't tell you everything. <laughs> you got to turn around and look at that ugly monster and, and realize that he's about to eat you. Yes. I don't tell you everything because Natasha's right. If I told you everything I've encountered in my life, the majority of people, I'd give them nightmares and, and maybe give them a case of despair. And I don't want to do that. We're not, you know, there's never a reason to live in despair. But folks, a lot of the stuff that I share with you, when you get right down to the bottom, bottom better, like MK Ultra. OMG. Dig. Pull out your shovel and start digging. And find out what all it's connected to. Holy cow. That mind control stuff. When I tell you I'm a skeptic because I think we're all being manipulated, MK Ultra was married to Mockingbird. They run them both side by side in conjunction with each other. They've renamed them. I don't know what the new name is. 
They tell you MK Ultra and Mockingbird were shut down. I guarantee you they didn't quit with the work. They just renamed it. They're progressives, right? If I no longer call it Hooten Fluter and I call it Fluten Hooter, that's a totally different subject. Same people, same budget, same facilities, same project, same goal, same mission, same everything. But Hooten Fluter is not Fluten Hooter. Why? Well, different words. See? Very freaking Woodrow Wilson of you. But it's still the same thing. No, no. Hooten Fluter and Fluten Hooter are not the same thing. Well, how do I know? Media told you so. Move along, Joe. Nothing to see here. That's exactly how they work. So if you want to, if if you want to find where some really ugly stuff rests, start digging into MK Ultra and Mockingbird. Dig deep, chase the threads. And by that I mean when you're reading an article and it's got five or six little cross links, read the hyperlinks. They put them there for a reason. The author put that stuff in there to tell you, hey, this supports this argument. This supports this idea. You got to bring it all together. You got to go, go look, go look, go look. Yes, it's a lot of work. I know that. But when you get done with that one, you come back and talk to me about how screwed we are. A Jason Bourne documentary. <laughs> yeah, dip. It'll get into that real fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got an idea where you're heading with that. Yes. <laughs> Comment on the board by Dip by DDT is a J- Jason Bourne documentary. It's, yeah, you're you're gonna get into some craziness. Um and and, and anyhow, just dig. <laughs> just dig. Um I don't, Charlie. Yeah, Aaron, we're very screwed. We are. It's because we've been asleep for too long. Good times make bad people weak. Weak, sorry, soft people. <laughs> I could run back to. <laughs> I could run, I've been finding more and more of these TikTok videos of younger people dealing with Generation X in the workforce, and I don't. I'm beginning to wonder if they do these just for clicks, or if they're serious. But from what I know of my generation, I got a feeling it's serious with the woke folks because I, I ran into one with another young ladies talk about how you better not mess with Generation X because they just don't care. They have no feelings. And I have done some research into the differences of the generations. And, you know, Generation X, my generation, we're the latchkey kids. They don't have latchkey kids today. Now we have helicopter parents and everybody's in daycare, whatever. But we were the latchkey kids. We were we were a feral generation. We raised ourselves, literally raised ourselves. And you want to talk about a sarcastic vicious generation toward each other we are we've got we burned our feelings out of us man when we were young we don't care it is almost impossible to insult us all an insult does is tell us hey game's on and we're like okay i can play this one (laughs) we think it's sport (laughs) the modern generation you can actually melt these people down with the way you talk to them so yeah, I'm running into those. Those, if you ever need to just be entertained, go find some of those TikTok videos and watch some of those people, man. That's that's craziness. But it gets you to something when you see when you watch some of the younger ones talking. I I don't know how they cope. They've got no coping mechanisms. They don't know how to deal with disappointment. They don't know how to deal with adversity. Um, they don't know how to think. I know every one of you has run into somebody somewhere that had trouble making change. Some cash register person who, who, who just couldn't make change and you'd already made it in your head. 
you know you've run into that. At least if you're older, you have. I've got another one for you. How many of you have run into this thing? At You go to a drive through window, and whoever's taking your order can't, the, the memory, five seconds long. I remember when I was younger, I'd be 17, 18, 19 years old. I was working at Burger King at one point um, when I was still in high school. You could give me your order, and I'd remember it for for I could remember it long enough to you've given me your order. I'll, I'll take this one here. I'll hand it to that customer. I'll do something else real quick. And then I'll go put your order in and I won't get it wrong. I remember it, but now I can't even tell people hamburger fries and a Coke. Okay. Uh, what was that? A hamburger. And what else did you want? Fries and a Coke, uh, Coke. This is Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. I said Coke. Okay. What else did you want? Fries moron hamburger, fries and Coke. They're doing the best they can. And I know I'm being vicious to these folks, but you know what? They're capable of more than this. They just, it, it was never asked of them. So they didn't bother bother learning. They are performing way below their intellectual level. But Joe, you got to give them credit. They at least showed up to work. I don't know. I'm not going to give them credit. Who's the smarter one? The one that stays home making fifty dollars to $60,000 a year in government handouts or the one that goes to work for minimum wage? Okay. Uh, it's a serious question. Yeah. Which one's smarter? You made your point. So, and, and it sucks to have to make that point. It, and then the one that stays at home with the fifty and 60000 if they collect everything, they've learned that all they got to do is scream and burn down a few cities and they'll get another $10,000 raise. It, it, and you kind, really... Kind, you, kind of like the Hamas terrorists that are getting $10,000 in an apartment for, you know... Uh, capturing uh, hostages and stuff. Marianne, how would you know? <laughs> That's funny. How would you know? <laughs> Quit telling on me. If you're not reading the board, that's okay. It doesn't matter. You, you didn't need to see that. I get my food spit on. <laughs> yes, I probably do. <laughs> I probably do. And they you know what? That's okay. Because I have a stronger immune system as a result. <laughs> Mary Ann says she knows about my memory from years of exposure. <laughs> exposure like that's uh, fatal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. Mary Ann died years ago. She just hasn't realized you look it. Out, She's been living as a poltergeist. <laughs> She must have loved yesterday's show. Oh, it's, it's a show about me. <laughs> People tell me I'm a I'm a, a fatalist doomsdayer because I tell you, you know, you're living in a dying society. What good does it do to tell you we're all we're fine and tomorrow's a brighter future than it was before and we're all going to do better tomorrow than we? Well, what good does it do to lie to you? Well, you don't know that, Joe. Every gener Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You know, experience got or uh, intelligence guided by experience or whatever wisdom or how, however Rush explained it. I look at the past. I see how societies work. I see the patterns of a decaying and collapsing society. I look at, a, at the present. I apply it to us. I throw in a whole lot of that sociology training I paid for to go to school with, and I do the math and I crunches out. And every time it comes out the other end of the computer, I keep getting you're screwed. So, Joe, give me a happy, happy, joy, joy. I don't have a happy, happy, joy, joy. That's why you watch Ren and Stimpy reruns. So you can live in that fantasy little world of cartoons that 
that's another thing, man. You don't think we're decaying? Have you looked at the cartoons that they draw nowadays? Dude, you might as well draw stick figures on the screen, man. They did better art when I was a kid using the the old-fashioned flip pipe, you know, photography to make a cartoon than they do now when they've got computers to help them with this stuff. Why is it our cartoons look like stupid stuff like that, but the video games look like they're almost real life? Why, why can't you give kids and cartoons better work than that? Yes, Natasha. Just saying, don't get me started on today's artistic cartoon styles. You mean lack thereof? Yes. But you know what that is? That's communism. Communism destroys art on all levels. That's why, yeah. look, it's modern art. It's a blank picture on the wall. Yeah, but you're just not smart enough to understand the social commentary of the blank picture. I'm old enough and wise enough to understand that that's a moron that got paid a whole lot of my tax dollars to make a piece of crap that you now have to admit is a piece of art so that you don't have to recognize that the $90,000 you spent for your art degree was worthless. That's not art. It's a blank piece of canvas on the wall. Oh. Joe, what? you're such a hater. We need to get rid of you in society. You're destroying the world we're making. And you tell me the society isn't falling apart? Ugh. What? Sorry about that, Natasha. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, you're good. No, I was no. just going to say, don't even dig into what they show in these cartoons. Like, oh. oh, we can't have characters having anvils dropped on their heads. But, oh, we need some gay characters in here. Yeah, oh, look, I know. a kissing scene. I know. I'll, I'll get out of the way now. <laughs> i know sorry i'm about to start my own ire hour <laughs> run with it sister i'll get out of the way oh gosh nope nope we're good you'll have Aaron over in the corner stomping his feet and wooting and hollering for you he might even help you and join in i don't know folks i, I everywhere i look i see the things are falling apart and i try to explain to people man you, it's too late you cannot stop it once it reaches this point you're in a death spiral. The best we can do is, you remember the story on the national divorce? You know, when I did, how do you secede? How many of you were in that class? See, that, that gets me to something else. This is another thing I'm trying to figure out how to do. This audience has changed over three times now since we've started, or at least I think it has from, from looking at the numbers. When we, when I, I'm not going to go into why, but when, when I decided I had to part from Freedom Networks, and it was on me, not them, wasn't them, wasn't them, wasn't Joe. The audience took a while, but it shuffled, it changed. When we moved, it, we, saw, we saw shuffling in the audience. And then when I changed my format here back a couple of month or two ago, some of you probably didn't notice a change. Others probably noticed a big one because there was a shuffling in the audience again. And... Three times we kind of did a little dip and come back up. So I don't know how many of you here have been with us from the beginning. I know Aaron has and Charlie and Natasha and T-Rex. And I don't know how many others. Um, there's a few of you. I don't know if Road Dog's been with us the whole time or JMW. I, I don't know Dip and uh, Jason. I don't. I don't know. But... So that, so that tells me, I don't know how far, but where do I, re, where, do I restart from the beginning? Should I? Because sometimes repetition is a good thing. Should I just repeat some of the core lessons and, and help put that in our head again? 
I, I got no problem with repetition. Like I said, it's a good thing. I just don't know where to go right now. I don't know what you need. I don't, I don't get the feedback that I, that I usually get. I teach better in person. Cause when I'm in person, my, my audience, you know, my classroom usually talks to me. I like that. And if they're not talking to me, I make them talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's why we like love comments and emails and stuff like that because it helps us. We need the feedback. It helps us tell tells us where we're going and what we're doing, right and wrong, because we need both. Um, yeah, I know Aaron's been here for the, every show. Says he likes them all. <laughs> where to go is my call. Yeah, Road Dog says he doesn't remember when he started yep. watching. <laughs> um. To a survey to a monkey. Survey monkey. <laughs> oh my god! I know what she's talking about, but all of a sudden, I had this image of a monkey running out onto the screen with a pad and paper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure which one of us would be the monkey, it or me. Monkey with the button. Monkeys with the button. Yeah. Remember, I'm supposed to not say You're that not supposed anymore. To say that. That's 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 mean. Of course, the person who told that's me that's nice. gone. Yeah, he left us. So yeah, we've lost a few people along the way. <laughs> Road Dog says he doesn't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> and Marianne says the monkey would work. <laughs> well, hey, Natasha's a furry. Maybe we could get her to trunk up, dress up as a monkey for us. <laughs> she could put down her dog and cat costumes long enough to dress as a monkey and do the survey for us. Five, four. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Natasha. <laughs> yes. Yes. It it doesn't do me any She's good speechless. to tell you guys that I'm not a furry because you guys just come back and go, yes, you are. How does the how is the audience supposed to know that? You show them an avatar, but you don't if you were on screen, you'd be in full costume and you know it. It's kind of like when are you gonna no. stop beating your wife? <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait a couple of days and let the audience think I'm serious before we tell them that Natasha's fairly normal. <laughs> feral, feral, normal. Is yes, that what feral, you said? <laughs> feral, normal. Normal hey, enough not to be a furry, at least. No, but you do wear a Stranger Danger hoodie. Yes, well, yeah, but that's because of Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you she's not normal. She's got an Uncle Fester. <laughs> Okay, we are we are really going to be boring people here with this soon because there's too much inside innuendo going on here. <sighs> well, you know, I was just randomly looking at something. Here, jump your day. little booty in here and I, I run was, the show for a little while. I was looking for, for something the other day, and I just came across something because, you know, I, I'm no party affiliated. Um, but I actually went on our county website. Because you're a Mormon, you're not allowed to have caffeine. <laughs> no party anyhow right. but in, anyway i was actually encouraged by something because you know pretty much bay county is a republican dominated county yeah that's where we live yeah but i found out that there's actually more npas than there are democrats in our in our county i'm one so it it was actually kind of encouraging but that that's the other thing you know we're we're kind of all you know debbie downer a lot here but then again they, they you did this one show 
where there, there were people that actually asked what happened to you. Oh, when because, I was up and yeah, upbeat yeah, yeah. and positive and because there is under all this, we we know who wins in the end, and we know oh, yes. how what what the end game is here. We get to trudge through a bunch of mire and, and yuck, but in the end, things are going to be okay. And we even had a couple of guests that came in. One of them said that I'm actually an upbeat individual and I'm not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be. Yes, you, you can be. But I mean that that's something we gotta we gotta um hey let I have a positive about, attitude. Know. Yeah. I mean for I am for what positive you, that we are screwed. What, for, <laughs> for what you know, I mean you are pretty upbeat because you know how screwed we are. More more than even I know. But you know, I know a lot more now and some you know, some days it gets to me. It's like, oh man. Yeah, is- folks, there are days where Charlie listens to me like this. La, 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 la. <laughs> he but, does. He does. But you got to put everything in perspective because you know, think things. Yeah, things are going to be bad for a while. But uh, if if you are doing what we're asking and encouraging you to do, then it doesn't matter. Yes, it doesn't. That's, It'll all be all right in the point. end. But anyway, that's just my one minute my monologue. <laughs> that's okay. We've made it through. We did two hours yeah, today we did of two nothing. Hour, two hours of nothing today. Why are you guys still here? Hey, we could rename the post the road to Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my. He did years. I mean, he was the number one show on TV. It was a show about nothing. True. We could do a show on the man's ear. The man bra for older guys. <laughs> that was a Seinfeld episode for those of you that, you know, for <sighs> Natasha, that was actually a Seinfeld episode. We're going to need an, we're going to need I, a new character. We, we need, we need a Costanza dude for this show. <laughs> I get to be Kramer. <laughs> 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 I don't get I'm not funny. Marianne, if it were funny, you're you, you, yeah. If we're funny, you have you you, you oh boy, you're too easy. Humor. Real, Real quick boy. before we end up for the day. Did you ever Charlie, do you ever I know that this is just kooks, right? Keepers of odd knowledge society. Have you ever heard how the guy who played Kramer on Seinfeld got his role? No, I never heard there was a whole bunch of people that were auditioning and he overheard some of the auditions and everything. It's something to that order, but he went down the, down the hall or something. And then when it was his turn to come in and audition, he comes sliding into the room already in character. <laughs> he didn't audition. He just came in and acted his idea of the part of, of Kramer. Like, you know how he would slide into right. Jerry's. He did that into the audition room. And got hired, from what I understand, he got hired on the spot. They were like, okay, well, this one's perfect. Because he went and he messed his hair up and he did what he could to get himself ready. And he just went in as the character that he envisioned already. So that's how he got himself a job. Road Dog <laughs> says we could name it the Highway to Conspiracy. <laughs> yep. The Highway to Conspiracy. <laughs> All right, guys. It's weekend. Friday. It's finally Friday. Quack, quack. Yeah. It's almost November. Yes. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here. If this show somehow or another entertained or amused you, hit the up button, the thumbs up or whatever. Let us know personally because the, the thumbs up and the rumble buttons, those talk to Charlie and Natasha and I. 
we could care less about the algorithms anymore. We really have given the only reason we watch the numbers now is it helps. That's the only feedback we get from you. And we do know that, that there's still that inverse proportionate relationship we've explained in the past still works and it worked today. Um, but yeah, like it, that talks to us. If we're doing something that you think others can benefit from, please share it directly. Send them a link, ask them to watch the show, tell them to give us a little time. Let them know the show builds on each other, one show after the other, and explain me in whatever kind of way you want. Um, <laughs> uh, anyhow, y'all have a good weekend. We love you. We do thank you for being here. We hope we're helping. We're trying. Manic Mondays. Monday is supposed to be a Manic Monday. This day we do the headlines. I'm thinking more and more about kind of playing with the with the with the show again a little bit there too as well um but we'll see i've got headlines to share with you i'm just getting tired of reading them because they're not good there's nothing in there that's good and we're alike in that regard i'm tired of the debbie downer stuff so let me see what i can find um i, I actually a couple of weeks ago i tried to do a manic monday of all good stories i had four yeah. four yeah. four and today, when we went through those four or five web pages, that, that's just a fraction of what I peruse on a daily basis for news. I went through all of them for. So I don't know. Maybe we need a headline that says, surprise, we're still here. <laughs> but y'all try to have a good weekend, man. Um, Seminoles are playing this weekend. Yeah, I'm alumni. Yeah, We've been doing good. We're undefeated so far. Maybe we'll have another good week. <laughs> who knows the aliens might arrive this weekend yes and you know what we can go out at night and we can eat up cars rapture num num we'll see y'all tomorrow i mean not tomorrow next week monday bye monday yeah see not tomorrow get gone go 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 have fun find some donuts or or deluxe cinnamon rolls or deluxe cinnamon rolls we love y'all take care bye-bye